everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 147. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers. Right. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We got a number for you. We do. Two. Mm-hmm. It's a number two. <laughs> it's, it, is a, it is a poop. <laughs> uh, this week, we ran a poll of sequels, and the sequel that you most wanted us to watch was 1998's The Substitute 2, Schools Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it's called that, because they are in school. It's true. It should have been like summer school, like, you know, like Mark Harmon, but beaten ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, they should have cast Mark Harmon. Yeah, beaten ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he has yeah, to go I, hard, man. Y- you want to save the school's out subtitle for when you graduate from being in schools with this premise and mm. move on to some other adventure. But mm. no, this is just the substitute T-O-O. Yeah, school's out should have been... Actually, if I, if I was making a substitute series, eventually by like four or five, yeah. it would have been he gets called in to cobble into shape like uh soldiers right you know so it wouldn't be like school school it'd yeah. be like army school right. and <laughs> he has to you know army school get them ready for battle uh-huh yeah 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 um so this is not a tom berenger movie nope tom berenger said no thank you mm-hmm. i will not do that shite again mm-hmm. uh so what we have is treat williams in a movie that is unrelated to The Substitute, mostly. It has a cursory tie uh-huh. to The Substitute. It, it shares a character, yeah. although he's played by a different person. Correct. Uh, the person uh, Raymond Cruz played in the first film is a character in this, mm-hmm. although he is a vastly different human being. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Tom Berenger is mentioned by name. Yeah, I was going to say that he is mentioned. And that whole thing kind of is why this movie exists, because... The Tom Berenger scenario is explained, and then Treat Williams goes, "Hey, that's an idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do that." Because okay, so he has a Treat Williams has a brother mm-hmm. who is also a well, special force. He doesn't anymore. No, he, at the beginning after, of this movie, Treat Williams <laughs> has a brother. Yes, for a few minutes anyway. <laughs> uh, he has a brother who is walking along, and there's a carjacking by two guys in backwards. Uh, it's a, it's an aggressive carjacking. Cause, it is because she's driving down the street, and they're like pulling alongside, like pull over, mm-hmm. and then yeah. eventually corner her, and yeah. then get out of the car. And he's like, "Hey guys, you don't want to do this. Think about your future." And they're like, "Nah, son." And they light him up. And they light her up. Well, first they shoot her. Like yeah. she's like, I while they're arguing with this guy, I should get out of the car and run. And yep. then they shoot her in the leg. They and do. then he's like, Hey, mm-hmm. and tries to attack him and gets shot a bunch of times. Yeah. And he dead. He's dead. Um so Treat Williams comes home for the funeral. He does. Um, this guy left behind a daughter who's in the same school that's all this is going down. Mm-hmm. Uh she's the nerdy Shakespeare girl from Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, if, okay. If you're keeping track at sure. home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like she's a goth girl, but also not. Uh-huh. Like she's got the goth head, but the rest of the body is just normal teenage girl. Right. And she's just pissed at everybody for really no reason. I mean, like her dad died. Yeah, that's a big deal. But mm-hmm. like Treat Williams, like for the entire movie, she's just like, oh, Treat Williams, you're here. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, nice to see. It's you. easier to just sum it up. Like, so <laughs> he and his dad were like, after they got out of the army or whatever, they went into mercenary business together. He and his brother. His brother. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> her. Her dad. Yes. His brother. Um, and some mission went south, and they got angry at each other and didn't speak since. Like, only he would pop up every once in a while for like, I guess, for her birthdays, maybe. Sure. 
And so she's only seen him like a little bit since the eighties. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, she's just kind of like, well, you're here, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm, thanks a lot for showing up. I'm, I guess I'm, you'll be leaving now. I'm going to, you know, find out who killed your dad. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, will you? Mm-hmm. That'll be a big help. You stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. So he eventually, well, there is a, there's another teacher lady who's like comforting uh, the, the daughter. I had no idea if that was a contemporary student or like <laughs> the ages of people in this movie are baffling to me. A little bit. Like yeah. some of the students seem like they're 30 and some of the teachers seem like they're 21. It's I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but oh. yeah, there's a there's a teacher lady mm-hmm. who immediately is just like, hey, hey treat, Williams. treat Williams, come to my house. Yeah. Let's treat it up. <laughs> And that's the extent of their relationship, really. It's just like, hey, come over. And Pretty then... much. But, you know, he gets a little bit of information from her. And then it's like, hey, how hard would it be to, you know, become a substitute? And she's like, well, you can get a, a, a certificate in like a day or two. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And calls the not Raymond Cruz guy in and is like, hey, I'm going into the school. Mr. Six. And yeah, he just goes, of course, like the first movie goes to a... It's so weird because like the downstairs of the school is like normal yeah, this, normal high school. This is a weird school. <laughs> Maybe you know a little bit of like roughness to it, but then like you go upstairs and it's suddenly, as you said, it's basically Leavenworth. Like yeah. just it's the it's like a prison. There's a like buzz in and out gate, a metal detector, and all of the bad kids are up there. Yeah, and yeah. He, he just does the Tom Berenger thing of like you know how can I reach these kids by. You know, kind of getting in their face. Not quite, not quite as like Tom Berenger was like pretty outwardly aggressive pretty right away. His thing is more like, hey, I will get their attention by doing yo-yo, yo-yo tricks and like, you know, yo-yos are actually a weapon. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. Tom Berenger was not interested in reaching those kids. Right. Tom Berenger just wanted to solve the mystery. Yes. He really had no interest in it. But Treat Williams, for whatever e- reason, the three days he decides to teach is like, I'm going to reach these kids. Yeah. Well, he's he's doing, you know, allegories. Basically, yeah. he's just like, well, you know, don't judge a book by its cover like a yo-yo was a weapon mm-hmm. and now it's a toy. Yep. And shatters this one dude's... He's drinking like a 40 ounce of like orange soda. Yeah. It's like, it's it's the weirdest bottle, but he shatters that and everyone's mm-hmm. like, ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's a class full of dudes who are just like, yo, teach, we're going to murder you because how dare you? Mm-hmm. And then just kind of... Not even one by one, just by like one, uh, they kind of come around like, "Hey, man, sorry." Yeah, but so it's probably instead of trying to go point by point, I just want to kind of like hit the high points in the order that they're revealed because this is kind of one of those movies where it's like there's a long dangling plot line, and then it'll be like, "Yeah, but we knew what it was the whole time." Just get there. Yeah. So the the gang that. It was carjacking in the beginning and threatened Treat Williams before he even became a substitute. I, I do actually kind of like that, like, they've got this thing that they wear. It's basically like they wear two hoodies. Mm-hmm. One of them is on backwards mm-hmm. with the eye holes cut out. And so it just makes this, like, you know, robber's mask type thing. Yep. Um, and daughter girl is, like, friends with like there was two dudes at the funeral and she's kind of friends with them and they're the ones kind of showing sympathy but then one obviously wants to bang her and it's where you know you if you have half a brain you're like right away it's like oh it's them it's not the actual gang right and as soon as you see them they're acting the same you're like oh them yeah i mean this movie this entire movie is just like here's a character and you go oh it's him yeah 
Obviously. Pretty much, yeah. Because because B.D. Wong is also in this movie, and the second he, as a teacher, and the second he shows up, you're like, oh, he's in he's in this. He's, like, he's the guy. Yeah. He's behind this whole thing. Right. Just look at him. <laughs> well, he's never played like a... I don't know that I've ever seen him in a movie where he didn't turn out to be basically a bad guy. He's the, the nicest character he was was in Jurassic Park, and then coming to find out, no, he's an evil psychopath right. in those movies. But at least the first one, it wasn't revealed yet. But right. yeah, every time you see B.D. Wong, it's like, do you enjoy these roles? Like, because that's all they cast you in mm-hmm. is this guy's like, hey, you're all right. Oh, wait, no, you're not. Yeah. They even had him be Hugo Strange in the Gotham show. And it was like, oh. they, they played him like, oh, he's a. You know, he's just trying to help the yeah. inmates, and it's like, no, no, I know who Hugo Strange is. He's fucking evil. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. but yes, of course he's he's behind it all. Yep. He is. Um, but what it's, he's behind though, I don't know. It's it's kind understand. of weird because like, all right, so the the main weirdness of this movie is that obviously you find out that these two kids that one of them wants to date the daughter mm-hmm. actually murdered the dad. Mm-hmm. That just fumbles around for a while while she's like kind of going like no i'm not ready yet and he's like are you sure and she's like no i'm not ready yet that that dangles throughout the whole movie and um is never resolved not, never never really resolved until of course she finds out that finds like the hoodie and like and her dad's like he had like a special forces thing that i think he turned into a money clip it was a money clip yeah he kept it next to his bed mm-hmm. which she finds because she's in his bed right and then she goes over to his closet and finds the sweatshirt yes and it's just like, you killed my dad. And he's like, what? I don't know. And then she just... She smashes she, him with a jar of M&M's. <laughs> yeah, she karate's him a bit and then leaves. And then we never know if like they're arrested or anything actually happens to it. The whole because, thing Treat Williams is there to do is unresolved in this film. Right. He's He ends up like he's targeting this gang because, A, they tried to kill him. They fit the MO. They have this you know backwards hoodie thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a matter of him like sort of infiltrating the school and questioning the kids and then like kind of gaining their respect and then at some point in time they go and it's you know it's revealed that like there's some adults who work in a chop shop part of this because that's basically all this is this is like a car chop shop thing that's what that's what the gang thing is is Mm -hmm. basically they steal cars and then break them down and and make money yep it's chop shop so it's like they're using the school's automotive shop and a real like chop shop and also like somewhere along the way it's revealed that bd wong is coordinating the whole thing and shocker yeah so the the best parts about this are like there is a janitor dude <laughs> all right i want to i want to like he, we're, we briefly see the janitor earlier and he's not made a big deal it's just like all right there's a janitor he's like oh where's his class go yeah. that way he enters in the scene where you realize he's going to be important by there's one point where they're kind of like fuck the substitute guy we're going to let like the these adult gang members come in and beat him up in the bathroom yeah because one guy like leaves the class like oh gotta go to the bathroom and then he's like these guys are the reasons morgan freeman put chains on the doors and lean on me (laughs) because these guys that come in and cause some shit right (laughs) so this guy like leaves like oh i gotta use the bathroom and then when he's been gone for a while treat williams is like oh he's been gone for a while i should go check on him and goes into the bathroom and then like (laughs) three or four dudes like come out of the stall and are going to kick his ass, which, of course, Treat Williams kicks their ass. Mm-hmm. Now, the best part about this is he dispatches all these dudes, tries to get some information out of them, and they're all, like, passed out on the floor. And then this janitor dude 
crawls through the vent in the back of the room and is like, what the hell happened here? And, and Treat Williams is like, uh, what? Where'd you go? What the hell? <laughs> and basically it turns out this dude was in the NOM too, uh-huh. and he was a tunnel rat. So yeah. he just travels through the school through the, through the ventilation it system. Is the best little detail of this movie is <laughs> and, this guy. And he's just like, don't worry about it. Get back to class. I'll take care of this. And so like... Drags he, him he, out through... He goes back to class from which all the kids are like, what? How yeah. is he okay? And then they wait for the bell to ring. Like, this is the crazy thing is like there's fucking chaos going on and, none, and they're all like fuck you teach and all that and pulling knives on them and shit but then they're still like well we'll wait for class to be over mm-hmm. and they wait for yeah. class to be over and you're like you're seeing the feet being dragged through the duct like just as they come in the room yep. and to that they're left with nothing and the guy's like but i i let him in i saw him go in here i don't understand what happened <laughs> and then you get to learn this like Tree Williams basically goes and like hangs out with this dude for a while, and he's just like, "Yeah, I, I hear all kinds of things, shit in the school. Like, there's people here late at night when they shouldn't be, and you know, you should come back tonight and, and listen in." Mm-hmm. So, he's got a little military display in his in his basement apartment, yeah. and right. uh, he basically lives in the boiler room. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, mm-hmm. I guess this is just a thing janitors do is live at the school. Sure, every movie has taught me this. I mean. <laughs> It's kind of like free overnight security. I guess. You know, sure. It's like someone's there, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, like, Treat Williams goes at nights, listens in, and like, this is kind of, it's kind of weird because he clearly sees BD Wong is there, mm-hmm. you know, and all that, and knows he's in on it, but then, like, doesn't confront him right away. It's just like, well, I know that now. There's some point A to point B stuff in this movie that doesn't make sense because also somehow the, his, his teacher lady friend has found out information about B.D. Wong mm-hmm. by going on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow he has like a Google alert set up for like, anyone searches me, tell me who it was, yeah. and I will go there and murder them. Because that's what he does. He just yeah. shows up and beats this woman to death. It's and- it's just weird because from the point that like he realizes, oh, of course B.D. Wong is in on this. He's running this within the school. Mm-hmm. I now have evidence, I guess. It's like he doesn't act on it right away enough to the point that like she's like, hey, come to my place. I've got some information you got to see. Yeah. And he's on his way there, but and B.D. Wong knocks at the door and basically murders that teacher. Yep. And then Treat Williams shows up and is like, oh, she's dead. And, and he's still, he never has a murder boner at not, any not, point. Not, not really, no. He's just like. He's just like, I am disappointed. I, you know, he's just like, I'm pleasant to look at Treat Williams and I am in a scene and mm-hmm. I'm not really motivated to do anything, but. Yeah. But. I, yeah, it basically all comes down to like, after they find her. Then I guess they realize they're being followed, so they duck into the school and hide because, like, now they've got guns and they're like, they're coming for us. And the janitor dudes, they're like, they're coming for us. And then it just becomes like a big shootout in the school. And it's it's kind of weird because it's like, oh, th- this is happening now? Like, yeah, we just get to the end of this and it, it's not earned. It's just right. like, well, time for everyone to go to the school and shoot each other. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a shooting in the hallway where all the people are four feet away from each other and only two people get hit in the shoulder. It's real yeah. dumb. Oh, oh, there's one other side scene that I wanted to talk about only cause like the contraption that they come up with is real dumb. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like when the original shooting, when his brother was killed, um, there was a guy like at a tire shop that like called the police yep. and like the gang members have found him and been like, Hey, you know, like we cut you into our chop shot thing. How dare you call the police? And he's like, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah. They've got him strung up <laughs> and, her, yeah. and her launching baseballs at him. Yeah. With like a you know pitching <laughs> right. machine. Right. But so like they come and we're like the not Raymond Cruz guy comes into the scene and treat Williams is up in the rafters with an actual rifle, uh-huh. like trained at the, at the head guy. And he's basically like, see that laser sight. you like, you move and you're dead. And a couple guys are like, yeah, right. And get, kind of tagged for it 
Um, and then he's rigged up yeah, this. I want to say in the first act, the mm-hmm. substitute tries to murder at least two maybe students of the film Possibly. by shooting them. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, shoulder and leg stuff. But still. Yeah, still, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know Terminator 2 taught us that those are non-lethal injuries, but right. they still could be. Yeah, but they're also still gang members, like yeah. students or not. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just know. saying. But the contraption, the, the contraption of the scene is, is basically like <laughs> he has some kind of weird like fake out like you know like you're surrounded thing and it's just it's a whole bunch of laser sights mounted on these like tripod type things and he just somehow like affixes them to center mass of like all the gang members simultaneous yeah and they're not raymond cruz guy is like you know don't don't move until you know the laser sights are gone basically and they rescue this you know tire shop owner which nothing really ever comes from that it's no. like they rescue this dude and it's like they didn't really if he, if they learned anything wrong we weren't privy to it they also never mentioned the girl who got carjacked ever like right. she might also have information she was there and she True. didn't die yeah, because according to the movie she only got shot in the leg so right, non-lethal yeah. injury yep that character is never heard from again nope but yes like the end of the movie basically comes and it's a shootout in the school they take out like the head dude who was like the actual gang member who was out of school they little, kill that guy little b little b little b sorry he was not little yeah he should have been little b little b little b um but then it's basically just like treat williams is like it, there, there's a weird time jump here because like they finished the shootout and it's like it's super early morning you yeah. know like before the school's open yeah hard cut to like the kids in his classroom like yo i heard like he's here in the school and they're like <laughs> they have the initial shootout in the hallway of the bad kids floor mm-hmm. but somehow in the interim all the bad kids have come to class and are just there and like, like stepped like, over the bodies and stuff bodies and well i mean the the you know the the janitor doesn't die so maybe he went back up through the ducks and cleaned everything up before the kids got there there's just a weird time jump yeah yeah. there's a weird time jump of like we've defeated the adult members of this gang right to like bd wong's in his class just like all right here's how an engine works treat williams walks in like hey you you murder you know murder my teacher friend my teacher lady friend and uh bd wong's like that's absurd anyway class back to which i think is the funniest thing that you're teaching a class someone barges into your class and says accuses you of murder and you just go nah anyway kids (laughs) back to your studies uh but that quickly turns into a uh one-on-one brawl between the two of them mm-hmm. and the uh, auto shop so that there's you know auto shop parts are used uh-huh including like treat williams like trying to burn his eye out with a with a light bulb like yep. an incandescent light bulb yeah yeah uh they spill outside to where there's just a pile of car parts uh-huh <laughs> and treat williams just clobbers him with with i don't know a muffler or something it, it, no it's like an entire exhaust system okay. it's like because it's, it's huge like yeah. it's like it's like the whole thing yep uh, but B.D. Wong has stabbed him with a screwdriver. Yep. So they're both down. And then there's like a slow motion shot of B.D. Wong getting back up to murder him with the screwdriver. Right. And everyone's like, no. And Treat Williams is like, oh, no, he yeah, was, he I was know. Gonna, he was going to bash him with a crescent wrench. <laughs> oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, they're, they're all like, no. And then, yeah, he turns around. Now, also, like half the school is cleared and is watching this brawl. Yeah. Um, so he t- basically in slow motion turns around and stabs B.D. Wong, to which everyone's like, oh and is kind of sort of sad maybe i don't know i can't but then tell the janitor's just like all right everyone back to class yeah i got this and then it's just kind of like you know the not raven cruise like uh you're gonna fucking owe me later and then he and the, <laughs> he and the, like his niece like walk off and and she's like well they got a spare room you can stay here as long as you want he's like my work here's done you know all this kind of like I, it actually ends like they go to the the cemetery yeah. and have that moment but it's just kind of like he puts his money clip on his just like grave. anyway dispersed crowd you know it's yeah. not that important the cops don't like show up or anything like no, that. there's it's no like, like oh shit we should check this out but yeah 
maybe you're you need to go treat Williams man. right you just murdered that man and there's a hundred witnesses yeah but no he's fine yeah he just kind of leaves and 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 also has his bag like he's leaving the oh yeah the he's niece never too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're on your own child yeah. <laughs> child who's probably just about able to live on her own yeah but also is unable to make any decisions because she almost slept with the kid who murdered her. True. And then we have no idea if she called the police or not. Yeah, we don't know. Because the movie just ends without those kids ever getting their comeuppance. And it's like, what the shit? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's an odd sequel. And we just talked about the whole movie real fast. We sure did. Uh, man, it's weird. It, it, half of it feels like they just remade the first movie. Mm-hmm. The other half feels like we don't know how to make a movie. It's just... I don't know why these characters would go from this point to this point, but just put them there. It it just it seems like a watered down version of the first one, uh, and you you look at it and go, why did you do this? Like, what yeah. what was the compelling thing that you did here? I think that was just the that was the mo of the time. Like, I mean, think about the the first Crow sequel, sure. Like, you know, where it was just like, let's do the same thing, only worse. Yeah, in pretty much every way. Yeah, it's just like let's just keep it going. Maybe we can yeah. make it a franchise. Yeah. I I feel like there was a lot of sequels from like the the mid to late nineties sure. that were just like I don't know just the, do the same thing all over again. Yeah, this was just filling up video store shelves yeah. of like, hey, the substitute was a big renter. I mean, but this even like a TV movie or was this like HBO? It had or? to have been cable because yeah. this is oh, yeah, you know, still hard R. Yeah, not super hard R, but you know they're still swearing and whatnot. Yeah, There's some motherfuckers. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a strange one. Like I. I'll go ahead. I guess I guess we're already at ratings because yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry, this is such a short episode, but it's this not, is, it, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard one to talk at any length about. The because, movie just doesn't have any personality. There's, yeah. there's, I mean, aside from the janitor character who is great, mm-hmm. there just isn't a thing you can point to. Go, wow, you know, the, this movie's. So the the thing about the first movie, the substitute, is that Tom Berenger has this kind of explosive darkness, I guess, where you could be like. I like Tom Berenger, but oh, I would be scared of Tom Berenger. Like, he he seems legit like, okay, maybe he could fuck you up. Treat Williams seems like a very affable guy, and none of this fits him. And and they do a good job of hiding it because they don't show a lot of fight scenes. He does a lot of, you know, choreographed flips and mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, disarm you and stuff like that. I don't buy him as a special forces guy. He's just, but he's not. He never emotes. He doesn't do anything except that kind of like, just like I'm here and well, I've been drifting for a while and I really don't have an opinion one way or another. Like he's never mad. He's never, nothing phases him. That's right. what's strange about this. Tom Berenger was sweaty and mad. Mm-hmm. He was just like, man, fuck this. I'm calling all my bros together and we are going to fuck shit up. Yep. And this doesn't feel like that. So it, it it's a lot like that Crow sequel of just like, let's do it again, but water it way down why i don't know yeah so i think i mean despite all that i'm still going to give it a single jocks like i still think there's something kind of worth watching here it's mostly in the janitor dude and also just there's something funny about some of the interactions people have like there's something kind of watchable and this is a super short movie i mean like it's Full runtime is like an hour and 29 minutes. It's Bamcast Prime. You know, and and it's like that's five, at least five minutes of credits. So this is a a brief runtime. You know, the janitor dude is funny to me, um, especially the way he enters in the scene. I do like I like how they just wrap up that scene. And like there's something kind of funny to me about how the way that people, especially the, the quote unquote gang members of the school will go from 
we'll murder you in the middle of class. We don't care to suddenly following the rules. There's something funny about that to yeah. me and the way that they're just like genuinely like Scooby-Doo shocked that there's nobody in the bathroom. Like what? You know, just like yeah. it's there's something interesting and funny about this movie. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a barely recommend. But like that janitor character, I, I actually hope he comes back for other movies because he's just kind of crazy enough that I, I want more of him. Yeah, and the not Raymond Cruz guy is a bad choice for replacing Raymond Cruz because Raymond Cruz also, even long before he was Tuco in Breaking Bad, was still like there was always something about him where it's like that's why Tuco is a great character for him because it's just like yeah I can see him snapping at any point in time even yeah. when he's super calm and yeah. I think that's why that's like there's just something about his personality on screen that like screams that that why I can see it in in that character so yeah your miss guy is just like yeah I'm a guy. <laughs> he is he wears a mesh, t- mesh t-shirt does, all the yeah. time though that's odd and off-putting um yeah i agree with you one jocks uh it's it's definitely watchable it's it's not i'm not ready to go man fuck them substitute movies i'll i'll keep going um but this is a dramatic step down from the first one sure um yeah i just i i don't know i i, I get the market i get I understand, but it it's just always frustrating to me when someone comes along and it's just like, let's make another one of these. And they're like, do you want to put any effort into it? And the general opinion is no. Yeah. You know, I it's my. I, there, there's some good stuff in the finale of this. Uh, there's a bit where they are trapped in a classroom. They're trapped in the science lab, apparently. And Treat Williams puts a canister of methane up against the door so that when the dudes start shooting through the door, they hit the canister. It explodes and just murders one dude across the hall, which still makes it even funnier that there's been an explosion in this and all the kids have still come to class. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing, none of these movies sufficiently explain this process of why these kids come to class. Like I, there are at least two, maybe three characters in this movie who are like, I don't even know where my parents are. Mm-hmm. What are you doing going to school? Like what, what is, what is your weird ass commitment to going to school? Right. You have no parents at home and you come to school and don't do shit. Do sh- don't do shit at home. Right. Like, well, I don't understand this. This movie also introduces like the one kid you think he's going to like turn around and, and, and run all that. And he basically gets <laughs> unceremoniously killed off screen. Yeah. There's the kid who's got he's boombox kid. Basically, he's always playing the boombox and he's the one. Uh, that has the ire of Treat Williams and Treat Williams throws his boombox out the window and that guy pulls a knife on him and they have a knife fight in the classroom. And then at the end of it, that kid is turned around because Treat Williams gave him his yo-yo mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I- I'm sorry. I shouldn't have acted like that. And then, yeah, he just get- gets killed off screen in a conversation we hear about a carjacking gone wrong. It, yeah, I he reached one kid and that kid died as a result. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so... Yeah, I just I just don't I I rarely understand the dynamics of it because like when I was a kid, like I'll fully admit my parents went on vacation every once in a while. I didn't fucking go to school. (laughs) I stayed home. What do you who's someone going to come get me? Ooh, yes, they they will. Actually, What they do is they call your your machine at five o'clock and they're like, hey, this kid didn't show up for school. I'm like, fuck you. My parents aren't here. They're not going to hear this. Delete. delete. (laughs) Wow, you're truant. Yeah, I was truant. Come get me. Yeah. Statue of limitations, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's totally fine. It's it's just had the first one not existed, this movie would be better. But you look at it in comparison to the first one, and it's just like, man, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. So, but 
like I said, I, I have hopes for the third one because the third one is from the director of Best of the Best and Showdown, and that dude can make some crazy shit happen. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there'll be some more. And it's got Sue Storm from the Roger Foreman or Corman Fantastic Four. Yeah. So well, yeehaw. Yeah, there that's you go. A, that's a mark of quality right there. Uh, two <laughs> two uh, strong strengths there. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, yep. Okay. So yeah, Substitute 3. That'll be... We will continue to offer these up to you to vote on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of voting, you can vote for these at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Every week, most weeks, we run a poll with uh, four or five choices, and you get to choose all the ones that you think you would like to hear us talk about. And then we come in here and we ramble through it in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes longer. This, Sometimes, this one yeah. Is like, this one uh, just didn't yeah. merit a lot of conversation. Um, but anyway, that's that's... What we give you in exchange for your dollar is that you get this show and you get to basically direct it or produce it or however you want to describe your contribution as as you choose we watch. Right. And then we record and then we edit and then we publish and then you listen. Mm -hmm. And then you give us a dollar and we do it again. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys for doing that. We appreciate it. It helps us do stuff that we need to do. Uh, We're not going to do this next week. Mm-hmm. We got some some business, uh, but we'll be back the following week. Those of you li- not listening on the main feed, just doesn't just forget that doesn't affect you. Uh, we're months behind on posting them anyway. So uh, <laughs> what you need to do is give us a dollar, and then you can get caught up. Yep. So that you use this week to do that. Except you're not hearing this until like <laughs> six months from now. So use that week to get caught up. Right. <laughs> Man, you're making my brain hurt. Stop talking. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, we'll be back soon. Not next week, but soon. Oh, my God. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> when we do come back, yeah. we'll have another episode. Oh, so that sounds great. Until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Badcast Extra Out. Bye.